Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another great seven-day fat-burning coaching call to help you get through the week and become even leaner than you are now. So we're going to start off. You know, this is the uh, week of July 4th, and if you're listening to this call before then, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. If you're an American friend of mine, if you're from Canada, I hope you had a great July 1st. And if you're from anywhere else in the world, well, I just want to thank you for being on the call. Now, when it comes to weekends, a lot of people really mess things up. Um, but here are three quick rules. I actually posted a 10-tip article on my blog at ttfatloss.com. But three of the most important tips were, one, simply to be realistic when you go on your weekend trips and big adventures and vacations. You know, don't expect to be eating perfectly every time. If you, if you expect to do that, then you're going to be disappointed and you're going to have a lot of guilt. And we really, you know, when it comes to vacations and stuff like that, really just want to temper our expectations so that we enjoy the vacation without feeling the guilt because it's unnecessary. And when you come back and you do weigh a little bit more, realize that it's mostly water weight because of the increased carbohydrate and the increased sodium that you probably consumed. So wait a couple days until you weigh yourself to get an accurate measure of the real changes. And finally, most importantly, you know, plan ahead, shop, plan, and prepare just like regular, and also stay active, you know, be on vacation and make it an active vacation, and that way you will reduce, reduce your risk of fat gain. All right, let's get into this week's Turbulence Training Workout and Tips call. Now, this is for Monday, July 5th, and our transformation tip of the week is this. Harness the power of compound learning, and that simply means the more you learn and apply now, you know, the easier it will be to maintain your weight because you're going to learn a whole bunch now, and you're going to continue to learn, but you're going to have that base of knowledge. You know, find out how many calories are in the foods that you eat. And once you know that, then you won't have to go and keep on tracking on fitday.com. You'll simply be able to eyeball your nutrition. And the more that you learn now, the easier it will be to maintain your weight and body fat for the rest of your life. Just make sure that you're always learning something new every day about your health and fitness to increase your results. All right, now for our workout, we're going to do TT for athletes, we're into weeks five through eight. So last week we did weeks one through four. This week is five through eight. In the program, you're going to strength train three days per week, and you're going to do interval training three days per week on the non-strength training days. And you can skip one of the interval training workouts if you need extra recovery. And then make sure you have at least one complete rest day per week when there's no hard training, and use that for massage, foam rolling, and other active recovery methods. And finally, in these workouts, that we're going to talk about. If you don't have access to weights, you can skip the weighted exercises. And these really were built with body weight training in mind. Okay, so workout A. If you have a speed training program, you're actually going to do a speed training program at the start. So if you have a speed training, is not interval training, but it's you know pure speed training. So if you have that information, you can do speed training first. Then you do a front squat uh, paired with inverted row as your first superset. Then you can do a one-leg deadlift and a glute ham raise. Now, you can do a glute ham raise with a stability ball with your feet against the wall. It's a little awkward, but it's possible. Or you can use a glute ham raise a chair in a gym, or you can do a back extension instead. And then you're going to finish off with a six-exercise bodyweight circuit. You're going to do a wide squat, then a lunge, then elevated push-ups, then sidestep, which is just in a low squat position. You're going to step to the side step out for eight repetitions and then the other way for eight repetitions. So you're staying low and it's you know stretching your groin but also working your glutes in that position. Then you do a another lunge, so a reverse lunge. 
and then you are going to do a Spider-Man climb to finish it off. So that is the sixth exercise circuit. You'll go through that three times. And then again, the interval training is done on the next day, not on the same day. So that's it for Monday's workout. Now we're going to go into Tuesday's research review. And the research study we're going to talk about this week is from the American Journal of Public Health. And it's a surprising research study from Harvard University about soda and your diet. So what they found was, you know, what they did was they raised the price of a can of soda by 45 cents. That's about 35%. And they did this in a hospital cafeteria. And then they monitored the buying decisions of the people that ate in the cafeteria. And they compared it to previous buying. And what they found was when they increased the price of soda by 35%, again, 45 cents per can, they found that sales decreased by 26%. So a big decrease in the number of people buying soda when the price went up. And they found that instead of reaching for this soda, the people tended to increase their consumption of coffee during the same period. So lower, obviously no calorie coffee or lower calorie if you just put a little bit of milk and sugar in it. So that was a big thing. Now, how can you apply that to your life? Well, maybe you can, uh, you know, just realize that water is cheaper and you're saving money by not drinking soda, and that will help you to make better choices. All right, into Wednesday, workout B. You do a pull-up paired with a shoulder press push-up as your first superset. Then you do a cross-crawl and a mountain climber. Oh, sorry, this is a, a six-exercise bodyweight circuit. Cross-crawl, mountain climber, elbow to instep lunge, ab wheel, one leg, stability ball, jackknife, and burpees. And that is your six-exercise bodyweight circuit. So it's just a little bit of strength training for the upper body and then a bodyweight circuit for mobility. On Thursday, you're going to do interval training. Last weekend, we uh, had the wedding there of Vince Delmonte. It was an amazing time. And then I didn't get much sleep that night. And then I drove over to my friend's house to watch the England soccer game. And then I drove all the way home and... Uh, you know, by that time, it was late afternoon, and so what I did, and I rarely do this, but I did this on that day. I drank a Monster Energy drink, uh, the blue flavor, low-carb one, and it has a lot of caffeine in there. And caffeine actually does increase endurance and strength, and I'm going to talk about that research study in a bit that proves that. But I ended up having a very good workout. And actually, I'll save the workout results for after, and I'll talk about the study. So, in uh, the journal Medicine, Science, and Sports and Exercise, a group of researchers looked at the effect of caffeine injection, ingestion sorry, on muscular strength and endurance. They looked at 34 studies, and they found there was a slight increase in strength after caffeine ingestion, primarily in the knee extensors, which are your quadricep muscles, but not so much in other muscle groups, such as your forearms or uh, knee flexors. So they really just found it that... Caffeine will help you get stronger in exercises that, in, that are involved with knee, knee extension. So I did squats, and I actually had a slightly stronger workout, um, but there's more to it, and I'll talk about that in a second. And they also found that in caffeine ingestion was also found to have a beneficial effect on muscular endurance, but only when used in open-ended tasks, such as how many reps can you do or how long can you do a plank for so my results were very interesting. I ended up having a very good squat workout, and I was slightly stronger. But the biggest thing that happened in that training program was I increased my plank time from two minutes to about two minutes and 45 seconds. I'd never done a plank that long and that strong before. I probably could have went on longer. 
So I really increased my muscular endurance in that open-ended task. So it was pretty interesting. Now, the only down, downside was that from that squat workout, I've had extreme muscle soreness because I pushed a little bit harder than normal. And so, you know, it's several days later, and I'm still suffering from, from some extreme muscle soreness in a couple uh, muscle groups in my adductors and, and uh, a little bit in my glutes. And my quadriceps are still a little bit sore as well. So it's a very interesting experiment, and I'm not going to squat after doing a lot of uh, consuming a lot of caffeine anytime soon. I'll probably have to reduce my intensity in my next leg training workout next Sunday or Monday. All right, into Friday, we're going to look at our turbulence training for athletes workout C. And this one starts with speed training as well, if you have access. And then you do a superset of push press and Romanian deadlift. And then another six exercise bodyweight circuit of pistols, chin-ups, Bulgarian split squats, single leg reaching lunge, push up with your feet on the ball and hands on the bench, and then uh, what's called a plank rotation, which is where you start in a regular flat plank, then you rotate up, keeping your body in a straight line up to a side plank, and rotate back down, then rotate up to the other side, and then rotate back to the middle. And hold each for 10 to 15 seconds. All right, so that's it for the workout. Now into social support Saturday, which is my favorite day of the week, of course. And, you know, just as important as social support is, it's also important to remove all the negative influences in your life. And this may be painful, and it may require you giving up, hanging out with lazy friends that eat junk food all the time. But if that's making you fat and unhappy, then you have to stop that. It's the same with when you're at work. If all your coworkers do is sit around and complain, then you can't put yourself in that environment at lunch or at coffee breaks. You know, you really have to get out and save yourself. And it, you know, may cause some tension, but really, if you are very unhappy because of what other people are getting you to do, then you have to change and look for better social support. And now into Sunday, we're going to plan, shop, and prepare our way to fat loss. Uh, a book that I read recently that I highly recommend is called Food Revolution uh, by John Robbins. It's an older book. It's about 10 years old. But it really shows, you know, why you want to avoid factory farm foods. Um, why you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a vegetarian diet book, but really will show you that you need to concentrate on making sure that your choices of meat are the best choices that you can afford. And if you can't afford high-quality meat, it's probably best that you really uh, cut back on your intake. And then one meal that I wanted to share with you that I have on a regular basis, probably twice a week, is my uh, quinoa dinner. So what I do is I... Just, you know, boil up quinoa, which is a grain, and then I add vegetables, broccoli, mushrooms, and onion, uh, half an avocado. I drizzle a little bit of olive oil on that, and I also cover it in tomato sauce. And so that is my uh, my dinner that I really enjoy doing that once or twice a week. And quinoa has a good reputation of being a high-protein grain, and so a lot of people are always very um, obsessed about their protein intake, and you'll probably get about 20 or 30 grams of protein from a, a large size serving of that. And, of course, you can throw in chicken if you want or, you know, some other protein on the side if you are, insist on more protein. But that's just a, a vegetarian dish there, a vegan dish, you know, without the meat that is really quite good for you. All right, so that's uh, one thing that I eat. And I'm going to be putting together a nutrition report because a lot of people are still asking for nutrition help, and we'll have more of that for you soon. So next week, we're going to come back to you with a, a kettlebell workout, 
And we're also going to talk about the surprising benefit of resistance training for women, plus a lot of other great stuff in next week's seven-day fat-burning call. So I hope everyone enjoys their holiday weekend here in North America. And other than that, I look forward to speaking with you soon. There's lots of uh, good stuff coming for you in future calls. So have a great week, everybody. Burn some fat, and we'll talk to you next week. This is Craig Valentine for TurbulenceTraining.com.